Welcome to the Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping communities of color with emphasis on women to live at their finest holistic health by being empowered to nourish their bodies, minds, and spirit so that they can flourish as health champions. I'm your host, Dr. Dolapa Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I am a board-certified family physician, health and fitness coach, and the founder of Living at Your Finest Company. Have you struggled with your holistic health, spirit, mind, and body? Perhaps you thought you had it all figured out, all for it to come tumbling over. Imagine consistently living at your finest health with information that can transform your life and allow you to triumph holistically. Well, search no more. This podcast is just for you. Together, we can triumph on this journey of holistic health as my guest and I share lessons learned from our health journeys using an exciting holistic approach, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some fun and candid dialogue. Living at your finest champions. Hello. This is the last day of April. I hope you've had a fulfilling month both in spirit, mind, and body. You know, we celebrated a lot this month of April. There was stress awareness, there was movement awareness, Earth Day, Administrative Day, and a couple more that I'm blanking out now. But it was definitely a great month of learning and growing. I feel blessed to be back as your host for episode 36. This is going to be a real heart-to-heart conversation based on some of my discoveries this month, um, more, pertaining more to us this last week. And that's why I titled it Lessons I Learned from This Week's Scare. So I hope you find value in it. I always like to take a moment to thank you, my listeners, for staying committed and supportive of the Living at Your Finest podcast show. I read all the reviews and it truly lifts up my spirit. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this community and this tribe. This podcast is for us all so that we can stand stronger and healthier together. Bet you would like to find out who is the Living at Your Finest champion for the week. It is Bukola Fabi. She's a nutrition and healthcare coach, wife, and mother. She was a practicing pharmacist, but now she shares her win and how she uses food as her medicine instead of medication to optimize her health real juicy stuff. You don't want to miss it. Thank you, Bukola, for sharing. Hello, my name is Bukola Fabi. I am a certified nutrition and lifestyle coach, and I've been in the healthcare industry now for up to 15 years, where I started out as a pharmacist. I am a mom of two, and I'm a lover of God. I remember back then, um, as a retail pharmacist, my clients would ask me, um for how long do i need to take this medication for and you know they ask me questions such as do i have to take it every day um unfortunately i didn't have an answer to those questions back then but a time came in my life as well where i became dependent on medications and you know at that point i knew something asked to change and that was when i decided to train as a nutrition and lifestyle coach and um i've been able to implement you know all the things that i have learned you know in my own life as well you know 
using food and every of our daily activities you know to improve our health and well-being and that's what i've been doing it's been such a rewarding journey and um, it's a lifestyle i know it's not about a destination and that's the life i've been living um, and that's what I do to also help others, you know, to achieve this health and well-being for their life. Please note that though I am a family physician, I am not your physician. My goal is to provide a platform for educational purposes and for all matters pertaining to health and personal development. The words and other content provided here or in any linked materials are not intended as medical advice and do not reflect those of any organization that I'm employed by or affiliated with. Please consult your doctor for your specific needs. Thank you. Is anyone out there that is like me that loves inspirational quotes? I always fish out for them. I love proverbs, adages, quotes, because they keep me motivated, they keep me going. But this last week, Something has been going on, and I want to share that with you because I learned a lot from my experiences. Now, have you heard this quote that says, I don't know who said it, but it says, who, you know, do as I, do as I say and not as I do. I don't know where that came from, but that seems to be so familiar. A lot of us, it's very, you know, the eyes that see doesn't see itself. So we tend to tell people what they're doing wrong. And sometimes it's difficult for us to tell ourselves. It's the same concept where we do everything else for everybody else except ourselves. But what's about this quote that says, what is good for the goose is good for the gander. Okay, is that really true? You know, when you have, I have three children and they're all so different. You know, I grew up, you know, in a home of four kids, me being the oldest, I remember my mom always used to say, um, she met us according to our needs. So it didn't have to be the same, but of course, you know, of course we always want to always compare ourselves to the other person. We always think the grass is greener on the other side. We want what the other person has. And then we compare, we're always in competition. So this, this quote, I was like, really what's good for the goose is really good for the gander. Is it really that way? Everybody has different needs. You know, it reminds me of health, equity, and equality. You know, if you have three people that have three different needs and you give them the same resource, is it really going to help them at their point of their need? So why do I bring this up? I have a lot that happened in the last month and just really to be more precise the last week. And it really shook me. I had no idea. I had no idea that it was going to affect me in the way that it did. So let me give you some context. So the last two weeks, I've had friends call me and tell me that, you know, family members or friends just suddenly passed, just abruptly. Um, there was one where she was actually a physician, um, had previously been treated for COVID, recovered pretty well, just woke up chest pain, told her husband, and they called the ambulance. She even called the ambulance herself and died in the ambulance of sudden heart attack. Now, nobody knows, a healthy lady, what's the background, what happened? I also had uh, uh, my sister tell me 
that a, you know, a friend of hers had celebrated her birthday, April 25th, was greeting her saying, hello, you know, we're gonna celebrate. And unfortunately it was in an accident, um, but was in the hospital and she was doing well, but just suddenly died. There was also another one, as a matter of fact, the morning when I was heading to clinic yesterday, I was talking to my friend, my dear friend, and she told me about another friend who just had a stroke. The whole left side completely paralyzed, didn't know she had high blood pressure. And, you know, I was taking all of these things, I was absorbing them and telling her I was going to pray for the family. And lo and behold, I was in clinic. So I do have allergies, you know, Atlanta allergies, spring. And I try to take my Claritin. I not always diligent. Sometimes I forget. This is part of the do as I say and not as I do. I tell my kids, my son has allergies too, and I hand it to him. You would think that I will take one myself, right? So what's the deal with that anyway? So my allergies sometimes, if I don't take my meds, and I'm not really a big medication person. That's why I rather eat foods that nourish me. So sometimes when my allergies get really bad, I'm coughing. I have that dry cough. Um, I just feel a little shot of breath and I, and I don't know why it's not like I'm coughing continuously. So I don't know why my lungs feel compromised. I've been having like little flicker, flickers in my heart, you know, pressure, not pain per se, but I was in clinic, you know, I always enjoy being in clinic, my full day clinic on Thursdays, seeing patients. I had a learner with me, a psychiatry intern with me. And, you know, he also has allergies. So, you know, sniffing and all the good stuff going on. And then I just had this bout of chest pain and I couldn't figure out where this was coming from. Why was I so tight? I just knew I wasn't feeling well. But then in my mind, I was like, well, I'm in clinic. I'm seeing patients. I can't have to keep going. And I have a learner with me. I cannot be vulnerable and then I started thinking about all my friends. I mean, the, the stories that I've heard during the week thinking, okay, well, maybe it was going on for a while and they didn't say anything, you know? So I just watched it out. I said, I'm not feeling good. I feel very, very funny. I feel very weird. And, you know, I told him over here, I was like, well, let's, let's do EKG. And I was analyzing my symptoms. <laughs> I was analyzing my symptoms. I said, no, I should be fine. But anyway, I, I was just so happy that I, voiced it out to the nurse and she was like well if you're not feeling well we're not doing anything else so we checked my blood pressure my blood pressure was fine my heart rate was high it was like 97 and heart rates really ideally supposed to be between you know 70 80 to about 100 although upper limits are questionable you have to be if that's not where you live at that high level and I don't live in the 90s I live usually in the 70s and 80s so I was fine okay my blood pressure is not high since I've had a previous history of high blood pressure uh, which some of you if you if you've heard me talk about having hypertensive crisis about 13 years ago and was on three blood pressure medicines and was able to wean off when I was able to learn how not to live a life of stress. Right. So the next thing was like, okay, do you want to do an EKG? I was like, okay, should I be lie on my clinic bed, put everywhere, make everywhere stop just because I'm not feeling too good? And I was like, no, I'm going to say yes. You know, I'm going to do it. I want to live. I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die. And I don't want to play with symptoms. So I said, yes, let's go ahead and do it. So I got my EKG done. Overall, it was normal. I mean, I 
I wasn't having a heart attack as I thought I was. I did have some arrhythmia, slight changes of arrhythmia, and it could again because I was just overthinking things. I was saturated with the news I've heard unconsciously because I try not to worry about things, pray about them, and I try to come catalyze things. I mean, I, at least I continued seeing patients, but I knew I didn't have a heart attack like waiting to happen. So why am I saying all of this? I am saying this because I learned some lessons from this situation and I definitely would like us to learn together so that we can live at our finest. Thank you for your support to the Living at Your Finest podcast. Friendly reminder to please subscribe on iTunes if you have not done so already. Share the podcast within your circle of influence and please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. So lessons learned from this week's scare. Key points here. We need to identify our triggers. What are our triggers? Sometimes they, be, they might be unconscious and you might need to sit back and reflect, you need to have a deep dive. I, as I was thinking it was allergies, I also thought that I've had so many bad news around me, so many unexpected deaths. So could that also be a trigger? If I really didn't take time to sit back and reflect as I was telling the nurse, of course I had to stop talking because they were taking my blood pressure. There's a way you're supposed to take your blood pressure. And I'm somebody that is always on the go, go, go. I have to learn to slow down, slow down and stop talking. They're taking your blood pressure. She had to tell me. I knew it, but I had to be reminded. All right. Um, so identify the triggers, know what is causing the problem. You have to know, if you don't know it, if you can identify it, you're not gonna be able to move forward. So please identify those triggers in their life. If it's in the family, if it's kids, if it's work, what is the issue? Because that's when you can unpack the problem. Second lesson learned, communication, let it out. So I took all of that in, I didn't let it out. I didn't communicate as such, but when I started communicating, you know, the issues, I knew the trigger, communicating it out. I think I started getting some relief. Gradually, as I was in clinic, everything dissipated. I felt better. I was able to see patients well. You know, just communicating. No man is an island. Um, they say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I agree to a certain extent. I think that all of us, communication is key. Now, how you communicate could be different. That's where I think the difference is, you know, do you want to do journaling? Do you want to speak to somebody recently? You know, I, you know, with my kids, trying new dishes, um, I, I had to communicate with them. I was like, I'm confused, man. You don't like this. You don't like this. You like this. You like this. It's confusing for me. I had to communicate because I was getting stressed and I don't like to be in a place of stress. So I communicated. I sat them down. I said, I don't like this. We got to start better. We got to do better. We eat food for nourishment. It's not just for taste. And you, you have to eat it several times for you to conclude that you don't like it. So communication is key. Same thing I do with my husband, with my kids, um, with friends. But I guess lately I hadn't done so much of it, especially with all the news I was hearing. So communication, what does that look like to you? Let it out. Don't keep it in. It's the same thing like if you, you know, if... I, you, somebody hurt you, if you're upset with somebody, 
please let it out. Don't keep it in. It can cause an illness. It can cause a headache. It can cause high cortisol level. So that's why we talk about forgiveness. I, I tend to just let things go. I deal with it, hash it out and move on, keep going. So th if this is you listening to me, please let it go. You're letting it go for yourself, not to excuse the behavior of the person, but for your own well-being, so that you can live at your finest communication. Self-care, number three, check. Oh, wait, we hear about this. Self-care is not selfish. It's just something about women in particular, where we take care of everybody else and we don't take care of ourselves. So this, I cannot overemphasize it, that we need to take care of ourselves. What does that mean? For me, you know, I was thinking, okay, it was just allergies. I need to take my medicine. I need to do whatever it is I need to do to be live at my finest, to live at my ultimal health. And it's not, it's every day we get better. You fall back, you fall down, you get back up. You know, so self-care, what are those things that you need to do? So it's not just, you know, makeup and do more self-care that is fulfilling for your overall health, right? So if that means I needed to check my blood pressure, I hadn't checked my blood pressure since December, my birthday when I got, um, I went for my physical. So check your metrics, check your pulse. I had to remember, oh yeah, I have a Fitbit. What's my pulse looking like? Of course, self-care includes nutrition, proper nutrition, fitness, movement. So do that. It helps. It helps a whole lot. Now, prioritize is number four, prioritize your goals. So for me, I felt like I was all over the place. I was like jumpy. My husband calls me jumpy, jumpy then <laughs> from one thing to the other. So stay focused, prioritize your goals. What are your missions? You are not in competition with anybody. Remember that your competition is in the mirror, not out in the world. Now, the people in the world, out in the world is inspiration, but they're not your competition. So focus today on outdoing your past instead of other people. So I needed to do that. I needed to remember that and I did that and it helped me calm down. I also, back to number three that I didn't mention is I had to do some deep breathing. I had to remember my deep breathing I had, because I was so nervous and stressed with the heart attack and thinking I was gonna die. I had to actually take deep breaths in, calm down, take deep breaths in. So inhale for four, hold for seven and exhale for eight. There's several different, there are different types of breathing exercises, but that was the one I adapted. And I gradually started feeling a little calmer and I could actually speak and talk in full sentences. Now back to the prioritize your goals. Again, remember the competition is you, your past, you, you're your best teacher and not other people outside. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't aspire to do great things, but remember that it has to be harmonized. We, you know, we talk about balance. There might not ever be a balance. I personally don't think you can do everything at the same time. One thing is going to have to suffer for one thing. So you have to prioritize and make everything harmonized, but put you at the forefront. Always self-care for you. And number five, the last Lesson that I learned, be ready. Nobody knows when we're going out. Tomorrow is not promised. Live life like it's your last. What do I mean by that? I think if we get into that mindset that any day we could leave this planet Earth, then you live a fulfilled life. You live in the present. You are fulfilling your God-given talents and purpose with God's help, of course, and not over 
extending yourself or stressing yourself. So there has to be a good balance. And I don't like to use the word balance, maybe harmony. So you have to harmonize all your interests and your, your needs, your family's needs to the extent that you, you, you prioritize, but you're ready. Love on your loved ones, enjoy each other's company, do things that are fulfilling today. Don't postpone till tomorrow. Now, of course, if you have to postpone till tomorrow, it's because it's gonna compromise your health for today. But if it's not compromising your health for today, do what you need to do for today. They say, don't postpone to tomorrow because tomorrow has its own worries. So in a nutshell, be ready, be ready. Live life as it was last. You never know when you're going to go. We're not better than the next person that has passed. To harmonize those goals such to the extent that we're not compromising our health. So I hope that lessons that I've shared has resonated with you. I've enjoyed recording this. I hope that you found value in listening and you've picked one or two things that you can as well do to help you live at your finest holistic health. May starts tomorrow. So I wish you a marvelous month filled with your utmost heart desires. Set yourself up for success by identifying these key points. Identify triggers, communication, self-care, prioritize your goals and be ready live today as if it was your last. When you set yourself up for success, you're reflective, you're realistic, and you're regulating. All right. After all, it is a journey and not a marathon. So give yourself grace to learn and grow. Until next time on the Living at Your Finest podcast, we've got this together as we can triumph as health champions because we need to, we deserve to, and most certainly we can achieve to live at our finest holistic health. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that as you have been informed, you would be transformed to take actionable steps to triumph at Living at Your Finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily Join me on Facebook and YouTube at Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs, where we can learn together. You know my favorite hashtag, hashtag healthier together. See you soon. Take care and God bless.